the New York Rangers did not wear Pride Night jerseys or use rainbow stick tape during their warm-ups on Friday night, even though they had promoted that they would in ticket sales. So why? Why would they do this, especially after the latest drama of Flyers defenseman Ivan Provorov declining to do the pregame skate with his team on the Flyers LGBTQ plus Pride Night? And obviously that one created a lot of controversy. That one has has been talked about. That happened a couple weeks ago now. So why then would the Rangers enter into this territory of controversy and lack of support. We're going to get into it right now with uh, my next guest, who's the Canada Research Chair for the Public Understanding of Sexual and Gender Minority Youth at McEwen University. Dr. Christopher Wells is joining us. Dr. Wells, thank you so much for making the time. Hi, Chelsea. My pleasure. I can't I can't make sense of this, Dr. Wells. Why would something like this take place after, as I just said, we, we just had so much controversy about the Ivan Provorov decision to not support their LGBTQ plus pride night uh, for the Flyers? Why would the Rangers do something like this? It is. It's very hard to make uh, sense of, of the decision because uh, what the Rangers have done is create controversy by not wearing the pride jerseys and, and using uh, pride tape as they had uh, announced. And so uh, I think fans are, are upset and uh, right, rightly so. And it's particularly perplexing because, you know, this is the New York Rangers. It's in New York City, which is a very, you know, diverse and cosmopolitan uh, city. And the Rangers have been supporting Pride Nights for many, many years uh, in the National Hockey League. I, I think that for me, my conclusion on the, the Provorov conversation is that if he didn't want to wear the jersey and he wants to base it on his on his religion, that's, that's, I suppose, his right. I don't agree with the decision. I don't think that it's the right move to make. But I do think that in some way... The controversy surrounding that created a lot of conversations, probably even in, in classroom settings. I mean, I think that it was discussed in a way that you know, could actually shine some light on the situation in, in maybe a progressive way. This one, I don't know that it does the same thing. It just seems so baseless. I mean, the, the Provorov decision was based on religion. That's maybe a world we don't need to get into. This one just seems like it was based on nothing. Or, or maybe fear, and uh, certainly, um, you know, the, the thought of the, the co- controversy of the, you know, the previous Jersey outcry, and you know, there were a lot of different uh, opinions, uh, you know, on that. That, uh, you know, like you said, it's it's his choice, and and he uh, chose not to wear the jersey, and should deal with the consequences of that. Where others believe that, you know, that the team should have uh, sat him out. So I think what happens is because we saw all the the social media backlash particularly you know on Twitter which uh, you know is, is hard to gauge at the best of times of, of how real all of that um, is but uh, you know I think the, the Rangers saw that and uh, wanted to try to avoid it but instead uh, you know they ended up smack dab in in the middle uh, of this so um, yeah there's uh, there's a lot of concern now that you know that initial um, Jersey decision by Provorov has now opened the door for more controversy to unfold in the National Hockey League, and and people are really questioning, you know, whether um, these are real allies or not who are, are hosting Pride nights and and doing Pride events. Yeah, and I mean, let's face it: when it comes to professional athletes, there are very few that are that are openly out. So, I mean, how limiting is it to to make a move like this? It just seems like it's a giant step backwards. 
Yeah, that's a real concern, particularly for the young hockey players. You know, there have been progress um, made in the National Hockey League. Um, well, particularly recently, Edmonton-born Luke Prokoff became the, uh, the you know the first NHL player to come out on a signed contract, and and you know was really um, helping to uh, create a more inclusive uh, environment. And we saw you know Pride nights actually grow in popularity and uh, impact. So sometimes it feels like it's two steps forward and and one step uh, backwards. Do you think that this then incites a league-wide decision? Because I know we have a Pride Night here um, at at one of the upcoming Oilers games. I think it's in March. Does this then just become precedent? Is that where this goes? Well, we're going to, yeah, we're really going to have to watch and see. Right now, the the league has said it's up to individual players and and teams to choose, uh, you know, the events and the causes that they're going to support. So, you know, I I would hope that uh, other NHL teams are going to learn the lesson from the New York Rangers and, uh, you know, continue to move forward with their Pride Nights and not change them or try to, you know, water them down. It's it's really important right now that, you know, we're standing on uh, the right side of, of human rights and, trying to move hockey culture forward in in positive uh, and inclusive ways. We, we certainly know that there's been a lot of conversation around the problems with hockey culture in terms of, you know, uh, sexism, uh, you know, violence, misogyny, and homophobia and transphobia. So um, you think hockey teams would be looking for good news stories and ways to promote diversity and inclusion. Yeah, I mean, unless there's there's a move to then just not support any causes and not sort of take any kind of a stance, I suppose, in any way, maybe that's not the, the position of, of professional athletes, but they, they have such a big platform, why, why wouldn't they? Yeah, exactly. And I think what happens is you see, you know, large corporations or organizations um, try to take, uh, you know, the status quo approach. And, uh, you know, that certainly doesn't work when it comes to, uh, you know, human rights. And particularly when you, you know, you're, you're changing your past behaviors and, you know, you're, you're not sending out as strong of a message as you once did or showing the same level of support. People are really going to question that and they're going to question your original motives and attentions and say, you know, are you a fake ally? or are you a real ally? Are you going to stand with us when the going gets tough? And, you know, what's particularly concerning right now is the, the 2S LGBT community is is under attack. Um, you know, we, we see protests even here in Edmonton against, uh, you know, Pride Corner on White Avenue and uh, Drag Queen story times. Um, and we're seeing, you know, legislation, particularly in the United States, ban access to gender-affirming care for vulnerable children. We're seeing, you know, don't say gay legislation being being passed uh, in several states and so um, you know many people do feel like the 2s LGBT community is under attack and now even more than ever it's really important for allies to stand up and speak out how much agency then do players themselves have in a, in a situation like this I mean, if a player says okay I want to I want to wear the jersey I do want to take a stand here are they allowed to do that I mean it's sort of the reverse of what happened yeah. with Provorov that's a great question. Uh, you know, uh, one thing that I found out about the NHL is players don't own their own jerseys. So they, they, they really, the responsibility of the team and the team dictates, you know, what they will look like. And even when players can wear them off the ice, uh, because, you know, it is really representing the team. So probably not much they can do around the jerseys, but they certainly can use the tape. And we've seen players in the past use pride tape during games. And, and maybe that's what the shift we're going to see are individual players now starting to stand up 
up and and going to uh, wrap their sticks with uh, pride tape and begin to use them in games that aren't designated uh, pride nights uh, certainly um, you know the NHL has said that's okay it's up to the individual players so now maybe we'll see players uh, starting to uh, stand up and speak out in different ways I think it's important when we have discussions like this to not to not just immediately shut everybody out. So I want to read you uh, a text that we got in as we're having this conversation, Dr. Wells. And, and this person didn't include their name, but they say, as a senior, why isn't someone not allowed an opinion anymore that's different than most? Can you can you speak to that text? Well, I don't think it's about uh, you know silence or, or, or censorship. It's about um, in these cases teams stepping forward and supporting you know important human rights issues and community values. Two S LGBTQ people exist as fans, they exist as players, as employees, as community members. You know the same way we'd be supporting an Indigenous night or you know uh, uh, supporting the Black community or other marginalized communities. It's no different when supporting the two S L. LGBTQ uh, community. I, I think you summarized it perfectly. Dr. Wells, thank you so much for making the time and uh, for speaking to this. Do you think that we're going to get any kind of an answer from the Rangers and any sort of ex- an explanation here? Um, I'll be really interested to see what happens with the next team that's hosting uh, Pride Night. And, and certainly we have the NHL All-Star break coming in the game. And we'll see if uh, the league, uh, um, you know, puts out any, any rainbows or makes any statements. Because, you know, they have a big opportunity uh, with the NHL to show some leadership here uh, on these issues. And so we'll be watching, you know, closely to see what happens next. And I'm sure the fans will be too. Yeah, absolutely. Dr. Wells, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Always, thanks. He is the Canada Research Chair for the Public Understanding of Sexual and Gender Minority Youth at McEwen University. That's Dr. Christopher Wells talking about the New York Rangers' decision to not wear their pride jerseys or rainbow tape on their sticks during warm-up on Friday's game, even though it had been advertised that they would do that.